What's going on, guys? Friday morning live stream. Your host, Andy Casey, here back on the Football Card Quest with you guys to go over all the major takeaways from last night's game. Plus, we're going to look at the mailbag, guys. I've got some really good questions from you guys throughout this week. I want to address on stream, including looking at some of the values of these Leaf Flash autograph cards, some rare stuff. See if that's viable. I want to talk about this a little bit because this is important, especially when we're talking about this year's rookies, next year's rookies, plus some of the hot rookies from the last few years. Uh, and then also uh, want to address a couple questions here that I've got in the mailbag kind of going through right now, uh, talking about card pop popularity, where to find that kind of information out. Uh, plus, if you've got any live questions in the chat, plus I want to talk about uh, some of the teams in the NFL that have underperformed to this point that could potentially now go out and overperform for the rest of the season, kind of make that final playoff push, or teams that have overperformed through the first half of the season that are now going to underperform and their values are going to fall because we're really kind of in that critical juncture right now, right in the middle of the season. So lot to get to this morning. I hope you guys are well. Let's go ahead and dig into this right now. Hey, what's going on, Orlando? How you doing? Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. What's up? Keith Perry, you finally caught me live, man. Congrats, brother. Uh, happy Friday morning to you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the game last night because it was pretty close for the first half, but the Eagles finally pulled away in this game. The offensive spotlight was on Dallas Goddard, man. Dallas Goddard put together an exceptional performance and uh, oh, Eight of his nine targets for 100 yards, a touchdown, and seven first downs in, in route to a 90-plus PFF receiving grade and a game-high four yards per route run on first review. Super elite. On the other end, you had the rookie Damian Pierce getting back to his high caliber of play after one down week. I mean, this guy is a standout rookie running back. His power, his balance – Enabled him to gobble up 139 rushing yards from 27 carries. So, guys, the first uh, order of business, right? Is this, let's and we'll look at some of my favorite ones this weekend. But if you were following along on Tuesday night's live stream with Steve the Hitman and I, then you would have put in this slip right here. Well, actually, it was it was this slip right here of three picks over on UnderdogFantasy.com, and you would have made whatever uh, whatever money you put in. You know, promo code Quest gets you that 100% instant deposit bonus. We put in this slip right here on the live stream. We hit every single one of them. I also put this slip of four picks in last night in, and shared it in the Discord before the game. We also hit on that one. So we are up big time right now at underdogfantasy.com. And, of course, instant 100% deposit bonus up to $100 with promo code Quest. Hard to beat that. Really hard to beat that. Uh, look at the sold values of Dallas Goddard here on eBay. A few nice sales popping off this morning. Those rookie ticket autos from 2018 are super popular. Going to be one of his you know, primary cards. That and the optic. The optic for Dallas Goddard 2018 going to be very nice as well. See some nice sold transactions, uh, including this one here, non-autographed, numbered out of 100. So it gives you an idea right, right off the bat 
on what the the popular cards are for 2018. And uh, you can see the prism. My only beef with the prism like this, the color match is going to go a long way for this card. But 2018 was one of those years where they did not put an RC logo on the card when they go to the autograph. And, and even some sets, like I've noticed Select did it on a few of their autograph inserts this year. They take the RC shield off of the card when they put the autograph on the card, which I think just kind of confuses things a little bit, right? It doesn't make it easy for people to recognize that that's a true rookie card. Uh, they have to go look on the back. They have to understand when the player was drafted. Uh, it's still a gorgeous card. I love the Pulsar finish, you know, and, and it's got the, the prism quality and everything. So, yeah, still a nice card. Color match the Eagles, but... Missing that RC shield. So not quite as liquid or popular or is going to see the same resale value spikes as the rookie ticket auto. Uh, you can see a lot of those sold transactions on the rookie ticket auto there. And Dallas Goddard's going to continue to climb my hype index. I, I've been talking about him a few times. Every time we pull up the tight end hype index, he's an incredible receiver. Now the Philadelphia Eagles 8-0, and continuing that march uh, down the season here to go undefeated. I really like their upcoming schedule as well. And just one more notch in their belt, man. They could easily go undefeated here. So, yeah, you can see the the, the spike in buy now. And of course, tight ends aren't going to garner as much demand, even as, I would say, a running back or, uh, or a wide receiver or a quarterback, unless your name is Travis Kelsey. You know, Mark Andrews got a lot of steam lately. But uh, Dallas Goddard's right there, guys. Dallas Goddard is right there. On the other side, Damian Pierce is a rookie. He may be on the, you know, the the one in what? What are they? One and eight now? No, one one six and one. That's right. They tied the Colts in week one, so they're one six and one. Houston Texans, uh, last place, obviously AFC South. But you know, Damian Pierce because he's a rookie, because he has shown this incredible explosive athletic ability. You've seen a lot of demand for his cards, right? Uh, like right off the bat, here's a luminance blue ink parallel. Also, the Florida Gators are a big school, and a lot of people pointed out that he did not get the uh, the run. He did not get a ton of carries and opportunities at Florida because of the rotation there and the, and the need, or, or I guess the perception, the perceived need that the coaching staff in Florida needed to give all of their their athletes like a, a rotation, basically. So, but there are some viral highlights of Damian Pierce from uh, University of Florida and some of the plays he made there including one run where he broke several tackles, got his helmet ripped off, kept running, scored the touchdown. So, yeah, he's got a lot of demand for his cards in uh, College Gator uniforms. This is a nice little sale right there from Luminance. Also, you can see the Touchdown Kings, and we're going to talk about the Leaf Flash in, uh, in just a minute here on, on uh, Mr. Jalen Hurts. So shout-out to uh, Orlando in the chat, El Directa. And uh, we're gonna we're, so we're gonna look at uh, a car that he's potentially looking at there and talk about Leaf Flash and how I go about assessing if it's at a good value and when it makes sense to buy and invest in one of those cards. So let me shout out to uh, Chad Dyer in the chat. What's good, Woodband? What's good, man? Good morning, Damian R. Dude's balance is the most elite trait, I think. Yeah, man, it's it's incredible. It is incredible. So uh, let's look at this. Look at this sale right here. $275 Immaculate Collegiate RPA out of 15. You know, fantastic sales. Got four colors in the patch, but 
you know, the patch is not from any game or, or event. So really what you're looking for here is just to get some nice color match, right? Uh, I mean, if this card was just all white plain patch, you're not going to get the same resale value as if uh, with with all these colors in it. And of course, you got an on-card rookie auto. You got the RC shield here. And Immaculate is one of the most recognized uh, and popular brands in the hobby. They're, they're known for these nice kind of swirl and curve designs and lines uh, throughout the cards. Uh, so, yeah, you can you can see that even though he's on the Texans and even though, you know, they are, are one, six and one, that this card is still selling for $275. Compare that to an Immaculate uh, Collegiate Collection card for let's say like uh, Derrick Henry or Alvin Kamara, any of these guys from 2016, 2017, 2018, it's still not going to go for this much just because uh, maybe, maybe Derrick Henry, cause he, he, you know, he's in that Alabama uniform, but um, you know, as, as more product comes out for this guy, you know, as you have the pro national treasures, the pro immaculate, the pro prism optics, like all that kind of good stuff, this is, is going to kind of fall, um, you just it's just gonna fall in demand, fall in desirability. Plus, you know, think about it. By that point, it'd just be so many more cards out. But you can see the certified, very popular people are spending a premium on those cards as well. Here's a, a score blue artist proof. I even know this should have a serial number. The person didn't mention a serial number in the uh in the auction there but yeah it is serial numbered out of 35 with a sticker auto uh but it is score right i mean it's still a thin paper cardstock card that's gonna have some edge and corner issues most likely unfortunately just 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 based on the cardstock that they print those cards on um but they do like these ones with the foil finish and a little silver uh finish in the middle they do look good and i think the design is very clean very simplistic this year i like it I don't like the cards necessarily when they have these lines that are going all the way to the edge. I like the look of this score right here. Uh, and I have seen it be pretty popular so far this year. You just got to be real careful looking at those, trying to try do a really good job of examining those corners and uh, front and back to, to look for any whitening. But this one ended for 78.70. So very solid uh, transaction there as well. And you can see the volume for Damian Pierce right now really high as well. So here's the kind of the, the, the card that El Director wanted me to look at here. We've got a uh, eBay 101. Wow, don't don't fall for, for that because, you know, that's just uh, at any given time, any card could be an eBay 101 <laughs> if it's the only one listed on there. So don't put any stock into the eBay 101, but this does – Look to to be an on card autograph. The autograph is pretty clean, you know. Jalen Hurts' college story is is very interesting with the whole dynamic and the relationship with Tua, uh, and how you know Tua he he got pulled for Tua in of the first national championship, and then Tua got hurt in the next one, and Jalen Hurts had to step in and made some clutch plays, and they were able to secure that one. Uh, and then Jalen Hurts ultimately transferred for a starting opportunity. So, yeah, it's it's a really interesting story. And Jalen Hurts ultimately is now on top of his game, man, in the NFL and, and throwing the ball really well as well. It's taken big steps forward this year in his passing accuracy. Uh, so, man, that team is just so complete top to bottom. 
And yeah, this card is very relevant, very relevant because his his college story is is uh, is very like famous. You know, it's very well known. So this card here is numbered one out of thirty five. The condition looks good. Corners, edges. I like the chrome sparkle finish here. You got on it. The scarcity. I think the price point is solid. But ultimately, what I would do, and this this is my process here is to actually go and look at what the two of cards of the same scarcity or similar scarcity are selling for as well. So we can come over here and find the two of cards. And so if you're kind of looking at it, it would be something similar to this right here. And you can see, yeah, they are pretty rare. Like these transactions quickly go back to August, go back to preseason hype. But that'll still give us an idea because obviously Tua was, has had higher prices coming into the season than he does now. He's now finally healthy after the scary concussion saga and everything. And so he is climbing the hype index again, and I'm seeing those prices go back up. We'll pop over to the uh, the, the, the Keep Him Web app here in just a second and look at some market trends, market intel for his graded cards and stuff. But the first thing I do is come and look at what these other guys – So. Right here, I'm seeing, yeah, this is about a fifth, about a 50. And uh, it's not confirmed whether or not this one's serial numbered out of 35. So let me see if I can find out for you real quick here. But this looks to be pretty much the same card. However, this one does not have a serial number. So we have to look and try and find one with a serial number, uh, which can be difficult, especially because it's out of 35. Ultimately, just trying to find like a range that I think this card could go up to to give you um, the most like educated guess that I can because it's all about supply and demand and and what people perceive as uh, as popular. So the, the good thing I like about it is the rookie auto, rookie autograph uh, and the serial number. But um so ultimately, like, I think you're getting fair market value. I'm not convinced that it's got a ton of upside yet. Uh, the other guy I would look at, obviously, is is Justin Herbert. Leaf Flash Auto, Justin Herbert. See what we can find there. Go down to the uh, sold items. All right. Let's see. There's one 15, 15, uh, 23 out of 35, uh, PSA 9 with 10 auto, 369. And Herbert's market is fairly down right now. So that's a decent example looking at the PSA 9 there. Um, I, I do feel like this card should have some upside, you know. I, I feel confident just based on the autograph. Right. If, if they really if the Eagles really take it to the house and make it to a championship, maybe an NFC championship game at the at the least. I mean, they do look like obviously they're, they're the best team in the NFC based on record. But if you were to visualize them uh, playing the Cowboys right now in the, in the NFC playoffs, I mean, obviously they're going to beat the Bucks. They're going to beat the Rams. The 49ers would be a good like that would be a good game to watch uh, them play. I mean, obviously you got to think they're going to beat the Packers. Maybe the Vikings give them a little bit of a fight. Like that would be a fun game to envision. 
the uh, the Eagles versus the Vikings. Um, uh, any other team in the NFC North, they've easily got their number. Any other team in the NFC East, like the Giants, speaking about one of those teams that have like overperformed through the first half of the season that I think could come back to a 500 record. The Giants easily fall into that category just based on how they virtually won every single one of their games, like on by under eight points. Maybe the maybe the Seahawks give uh give them a little bit of a run for their money, but the Seahawks defense is so bad and the Eagles defense is so good. You have just a big disparity there. So I do feel that this card has some, some nice upside. Like nobody's going to give them a run for their money in the, in the NFC South. Like I can see some challenges out of the NFC West. Uh, the Bucks have a long way to go to, to be competitive against the Eagles, but you never know. Tom Brady could, they could like snap out of their their funk and pull things together. So ultimately, I, I think what I'm leaning towards is at 150, this card does have some upside. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it's got some upside, man. I I really like the serial number, I, and I still think there's a lot of room for Jalen Hurts stock. I'm gonna go do uh, our compare real quick and see what we've got here, but. Uh, I think uh, I think there's definitely some upside here. Let's check this out over on the Keep Them Web. So one one person asked me, uh, Nathan Nathan Swart out uh, yesterday on the YouTube channel. Where do you go, or where can you go to find a particular player's most popular card sold or bought? He's getting into Justin Fields cards and would like to know what are his most popular cards so I can invest and collect accordingly. So the easiest thing for me to do, obviously, right, is understand the, the common denominators that make cards popular um, outside of, of just like looking at this. So we'll, we'll talk about the common denominators for uh, after just a second looking at this. But one thing I want to point out is that our Keep Them Football Card Prices web app that you guys, if you don't have access to it already, can get access to it over at patreon.com slash football cards. Check it out in the description. Check it out after you're done with this live stream. Make sure you hit the like button on this live stream too if you're enjoying our content. Uh, but uh, yeah, this easily sorts by total sales. So in terms of popularity, and this could be for a variety of reasons, right? Availability on eBay, uh, conditions. So we're looking at PSA 10 here. Also, you know, um, in terms of, of listing, like the print run of this specific card is fairly high. You know, this is a base card. It's also understand that Prism is the most popular, like mainstream set, them in optics. So between Prism and the rated rookie logos, those are going to be your most popular uh, cards, most highly liquid cards that sell the most in and out of the market on a, on a uh, monthly basis. So we can go and look at the one month trend. We had 94 sales on this card in the past month, population of 1,741. And so whenever I compare this to the other draft class, so another nice little uh, nice little tool here I've got is the little compare. I've got some reports saved. I can come in here and quickly compare that PSA 10 base prism to Tua and Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Look at their population counts. The difference is there. See that uh, Jalen Hurts has... A population count of like less than half of what Burrow and Herbert have. So 
right off the bat, I can look at that and say, okay, that blue and green line hurts here. The purple, like these lines are likely to intersect. Um, you know, obviously the, the charges are hurting right now for wide receiver depth. Uh, this is a big weekend for Josh Palmer. He's fully con- clear, cleared concussion protocols. You'd likely to have no Keenan Allen after coming off their bye week. Keenan Allen hasn't practiced all week. So that's not a good sign for him to suit up. Like him, he must have had a really bad hamstring uh, injury. Uh, Mike Williams is on IR. So now you're looking at Josh Palmer, uh, DeAndre Carter, uh, Gerald Everett, the tight end there, is another interesting option this weekend. I mean, they're playing the Atlanta Falcons. Austin Eckler also has uh, some kind of, of issue going on. I saw the tweet. He just popped up on the injury report. I think it was um, – I think what, what was uh, not not his hamstring. I don't think it was hamstring. Austin Eckler had surgical repair on his hamstring. What was it last year or the beginning of last, like last, before last offseason? Uh, and so he he stated that you know it was never going to be the same. And so you know they added depth. Obviously, he hasn't been healthy all year. And Isaiah Spiller, so the rookie there, has not been healthy all year. Um, they added. Uh, Sony Michelle, you know, so they're at, they've added running back depth behind Austin Eckler because he's been the focal point of their offense. They really have not allowed Justin Herbert to throw the ball deep at all. Um, and they've, they've struggled, man. They're now out Joey Bosa, JC Jackson. The defense has not lived up to expectations. If I were to go and look at uh, Justin Herbert's, Justin Herbert's advanced analytics, uh, you can see the downtrends in most of his cards besides this Donruss base, which is really just a small increase, and it's probably still down over the course of the year. Yeah, you look at – pull up the year chart and then go look at that from the beginning of the season. And then as he falls down the hype index, you can see that kind of directly correlated. Um, now, this November 4th transaction for 125 see, that's the power of a buy it now, guys. If somebody gets froggy and they want to go and uh, go and grab them a card, you know, you you got that card there ready for them to do that. That's the benefit of having it listed and buy it now for a little bit higher. That one's got an autograph, so you you rule that one out. You report that one as uh, the wrong card, and that's that's some of the variance. Obviously, it's hard to uh, to filter that out because of it's it's got a it's not a a card that comes with the autograph, right? It's the base Donruss, but with a event signed autograph there. Um, adding about, well, about $300 to the value of that card. So, but that's the power of a buy it now. And obviously they're in a smash spot going up against the Atlanta Falcons this weekend. But uh, like I said, pulled up Justin Herbert's advanced stats, you know, in terms of, Deep ball attempts, 26, 3.7 passes per game. That's 14th. However, he is still ranks third in total pass attempts at 308 and second in pace of play. So they're still playing aggressive. They're still playing fast. He's still number one in money throws. Uh, He's also taking a lot of pressure. He's throwing a ton of pressure throws. Uh, he also uh, ranks second right now in the league in pressured completion percentage and third in play action completion percentage, which is great. So, you know, I'm still targeting guys on that roster. Like, I mean, Josh Palmer has not exceeded expectations, but he's continuing to get more opportunities. This week is going to be a big opportunity for him. So 
Um, you know, he's definitely a guy to look at uh, investing in. I wouldn't spend any serious dime on him because he just really has not looked like anything special. And um, he doesn't have the draft capital that kind of, you know, dictates that uh, he should be an elite talent. So, you know, he was a third round draft pick, like not super late, but also not a uh, first round draft talent. Didn't put up massive numbers in college, but uh, put up some pretty good highlights. And um, if you can, but if you can get like rookie ticket autos, autograph cards for around, you know, well, something that rare, 23 out of 25 for a guy like this, I would be trying to get that for like 30 bucks, 30 bucks or under um, something like this, where it's a rookie ticket auto optic maybe Yeah. It's a base variation. I would be trying to get this for under 20 would not want to pay over 20 for this card. If I could get it under 20, then I feel good about the buy it now, like flip upside of it. Uh, flawless. On the other hand, you feel a little bit more comfortable paying up to like 60, 70, maybe up to 80 for the card, depending on what the kind of assets it has. This one looks really good. 12 out of 20 here. I like this card a lot. And currently, whew, Super, super low ending tomorrow night. So one to keep your eye on right there. Like that could be a nice flip. I mean, he's got to have the the big breakout game. Throw Start throwing it to him deeper. And maybe he doesn't. But that's why I say don't spend any serious coin. Like like this right here, this is overvalued. You know, 19 out of 35. Spectra is not one of the hottest brands. Don't necessarily have a lot of great color match. You know, patch is not for many games. So. $90, that's like you totally took a lot of the wind out of the sails on that one there. Um, let's go through Let's go through a little bit of market intel right now in terms of a most sold graded cards in the last 30 days. You can obviously see it's Josh Allen's base Donruss. That's now up to $345, and that's in an auction last night. Whew, son. That's pretty pretty impressive, man. He's getting up to to close to all-time highs. You can see where he was in the playoffs last year where they got knocked out by the Chiefs in that miraculous uh, divisional playoff game there. $330, so we're there. We're there, guys. Uh, we're back there for Josh Allen and climbing. He's a front-runner for MVP. Uh, if we go to the market tab and look at – which uh, which cards have gone up the most in buy it now volume? Uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow right now is up fifty percent week over week buy it now volume. So you got to think about that. The timing of that from last Friday till now must have been like last weekend and leading into Monday night. A lot of people were buying. Which is interesting because the news about Jamar Chase, the injury, was released. I think around this time last week so uh that's that's interesting jalen hurts is right there behind him second place and then herbert and then it should be Tua. it's actually justin fields look at that 94 percent increase in justin fields sold volume justin fields actually having a pretty good pretty good run as of late he put up some pretty impressive you know statistics uh, against the cowboys who you know, we didn't expect him to to win, but I mean, still threw the ball more than he did the first five weeks of the season. And, 
you know, still getting the those rushing yards. So that's been the big difference in Justin Fields lately is the rushing performance. So put up 60 rushing yards, a touchdown, you know, was able to put up 26 fantasy points. So you see the direct correlation there. It's just not like, you know, the Bears are winning games. I mean, they got one win against the Patriots, you know, but the Bears have a massive fan base. They're they're scrappy, man. They're fighting. They're they're trying to hang in there. Uh, you know, even though their their front office continuing like trading away key assets, you know, no more Roquan Smith, no more Robert Quinn. That's two critical key components of their defense. So that's big, man. So we come over here to look at Justin Fields. So now it's like, all right, what's your budget? You know, if if you've only got you know, 50 to $100, it makes a lot of sense to buy a PSA 10 or an SGC 10 or BGS 9.5 of one of his base premium cards, whether it's rated rookie, whether it's uh, the base prism or you're, or you're maybe looking at an optic or the, uh, the press proof premium from, from um, base Donruss there. That was that, that secondary retail set they released. This will give you a really good idea of what his most premium base cards are. Now, I will say that something that offers even more upside, especially with 2021 product, with how much supply there is in the market, is autographs, right? Rookie autographs are the number one power-up for a sports card in the market today. And then outside of that, it's the serial number, you know, indicating clear scarcity. And I had this other questions like, why do why do some uh why do some non-serial number cards sell better than serial number cards and well that i mean that depends on uh the demand of that card so like a kaboom for example is going to perform better than a lot of serial number cards or a, a downtown or uh um, a rookie kings like some of these case hits or um you know yeah what it what it comes down to is really the case hits and some of the short print inserts, like if they're color match and they have the RC shield and they've got this autograph uh, and they've got some really nice design appeal to it, then you're going to you're, you're going to have like higher resale value in that card than potentially a lot of serial number cards even. So one thing you can one one thing you could do is just look at the sold items on eBay and. Uh, and you could sort it by a variety of ways, right? If you wanted to see what's got the highest resale value to give yourself an idea of what is um, what's most valuable, it's clearly going to be your one-of-ones, your uh, autograph cards that are from National Treasures, Flawless. You know, there's a White Sparkle downtown. You know, uh, there's a Zebra print card. That's a case hit. You know, so non-serial number, but still everybody knows it's a case hit. When you see that white zebra print card, you know it's a case hit. You know that the print run is going to be super low, probably 50 or less. You know it's got a lot of scarcity. It's also very popular. So like the Kabooms, the Marvels, the Downtowns, those are very popular designs. And and 95% of the hobby knows that those are incredibly rare and they're desirable cards. Um, generally speaking, though, if you're trying to broaden your horizons, you just want to look for like the the key common denominators such as the rookie autograph the the color match appeal to it knowing understanding that you know uh, brands like prism optic um, select and then mosaic and uh, higher end brands like national treasures and flawless and immaculate 
and contenders, you know, will garner a higher resale value because they have a higher demand, therefore lower supply. And therefore you can routinely pretty much uh, uh, convince people, not directly, but just, just, you know, they'll, they'll do it on their own. <laughs> they'll do their own convincing to, to pay a higher retail price for, for a card like that when they find it on eBay in a buy it now uh, situation. So there's some, some interesting data for you guys to, to uh, chew on there. Per faded early access. Yeah, good deal, Woodband, man. We'd love to have you in. We've got three different price tiers between 6, 12, and 20 that each have uh, a slightly different benefits. Um, it's actually 11, 4. Um, a couple days late doing my monthly giveaway. So if you get in like today, you'll still get an entry into that, that giveaway where we spin the wheel and we do a giveaway. I've got some really cool stuff. I've just been waiting for some sealed product to come in the mail um, and we'll be there. Yo, what's good, Derek Richard? The draft capital man of the north. Uh, Woodband said, one issue I've been having lately is undelivered plain white envelope. eBay offers tracking, but it doesn't always work. Any tips on just plain white envelope delivery? One tip I'll say, and some postal workers say this helps. Other ones don't. Um, and some people that I talk to say this works. Other ones don't. Is on the back of the envelope. See if I had an envelope right here around me. I don't, but... On the back of the envelope, right on there, please scan because there is a little QR code that the postal worker can scan on the front that will log that tracking. But a lot of times they don't do it because it's an envelope. They throw it right in their sorting sorting machine. And most envelopes don't come with the QR code that says to scan. So they don't they don't register tracking. Or most plain white envelopes don't come with tracking like the eBay plain white envelope offers. So you know, please scan could help with some postal workers could not help. And then non-machinable is another uh, thing to write on the back of there to kind of, kind of help that card get to where it goes. But it does happen. I've had it happen a couple of times. And that's why it's super important to never ship any card worth more than $20 in a plain white envelope. Just go ahead and whether you eat it or you have the buyer pay for it in a flat fee, use the bubble mailer with the $3 or 385 or whatever it is typically is around 350 to four dollars and 15 cents that um, usps first class package with tracking uh and the bubble mailer toa what's good man woodman pwes have not been reliable tracking will say deliver when still being delivered ask the customer to go give another week I always do that as well. I always send a message like, look, give it a few more days. Go through your mail very carefully. Because the other thing I've done is like, because it's an envelope, like I've had it put in between like, a, a, you know, a flyers, a political ads and stuff like that. And if you're not careful, that could easily go out in, in the trash, you know. So um, that is something I've almost done. I've like dropped like what I thought was junk mail in the trash. And then all of a sudden I see the uh the ebay plain white envelope in there i'm like oh crap man I almost threw away one of my cards so sunny what's going on sunny a big quarterback uh collector investor in the house jalen hurts kaboom has been going up any thoughts good investment uh, yeah i want to look at the let's look at the jalen hurts kaboom beautiful card man i would i would love to give me a kaboom one of these days that's a like a grail card 
that uh, I want to work up to. Boom. See what we got. See what we got. Jalen Hurts. There we go. Share. All right, so I found these graded kabooms. Obviously, we know these are uh, case hits, very low pop. You see a pop of seven, a pop of seven on Jalen Hurd's base kaboom here. PSA 10, PSA 9 pop of 20. So fairly low gem rate. If you, if you were to like take all that were graded in consideration, 27 were graded, 20 came back nines, only seven came back tens. So that's about lower than a, that's slightly lower than a 30% a PSA 10 gem rate. But um, yeah, look at the auction Sunday, October 30th ended 9:30 for 4,550 Tuesday, November 1st. And this is a PSA 10. So only two sales in the past month, go back the past year, only four sales. But I like looking at this because look, go back to March 27th before the draft. So before AJ Brown, Time period, and this one's a different variation too. That's a slightly different variation, so that's uh, important to note there. It looks like that's even a more rare variation, though. I guess if if I, if I was just going off of this, so I have to go look up uh, on eBay. But just going, just go looking at this. I mean, this was before the season twenty six hundred. Now we're looking at forty five hundred, thirty nine hundred, and I buy it now on Tuesday at eight a.m. And you know, Jalen Hurts stock is going to keep going up, guys. I mean, there's just no way around that, and uh, it's just a matter of time. I mean, but you got to think about how much supply there was for. 2020 Joe Burrow before it finally started moving the needle. You know, it took the playoff, the Super Bowl. And this is a different situation because we're literally talking about an undefeated season here. And uh, and definitely front run, like front runner next to Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes for MVP at this point. Right. Um, he's going to be up in the top three, according to Vegas. So look at uh, 2020 Kaboom. Jalen Hurts. A lot of what I've been doing now is, is comparing this guy against the other three guys in the draft class, trying to paint that picture. Um, PSA 9 here for 2150. So I come back to our Kaboom chart. Where we go? Where's our uh, our Kaboom chart? Man, look at that uh, field levels. Uh, zebra print, 4,500. 4, um, a lot of cards on here for Jalen Hurts. He's seeing so much sold volume lately. So much sold volume. I probably scrolled past the kaboom. Uh, let's see. It's probably up here a little ways. Let me go back up. There it is. All right. All right, so let's see. And that was, okay, so yeah, that is the base variation. That other one then is going to be the short print, PSA 10. So be watch that one, see when that one ends for. But uh, PSA 8, PSA 9, 9. I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, some of these cards, like especially the new listings, I think you've got a good 
opportunity to potentially come in here and make a lowball offer, Sonny. Uh, because you know, a card of this dollar value, someone is likely to get it get an offer. You know, if I if I you know show up with uh with a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars cash, it's gonna be hard for them to resist, man. Take that cash, walk away from that card, right? If especially if they've held it for any length of time. Um, I do think that uh, that could present some nice value. Um, it's one of the most popular, like super rare high-end cards, kabooms. And, uh, you know, maybe you get that for a, for a G, you know. Um, I'd stay away from sevens, eights on this card. Yeah, so they're advertising that one as the very rare variation. Man, check that one out. Somebody got it autographed. So I think around a thousand dollars. Whoa, this is not okay. That's a second year. You know, even even veteran though. That's that's interesting. You, you might have just found something here, Sonny, that you you like, man. Ending in two minutes. You know, even a veteran card. You know, at, at just a a fifth of what the rookie one is selling for. I think just the kaboom factor of it alone should garner a higher resale value than this like i would go in and look at what um 2021 kaboom and sort by football and sort by sold and look at what is highest and kind of go from there like okay a gold out of 10 psa 9 but i mean clearly that went for over five grand without even just kind of having to look it up um and if we go down closer to this price range there's a rookie there's a tom brady of course is brady so hard to hard to do a comparison there uh there's the fields there's a joe burrow nine that went for well over a thousand dollars like in a in a psa nine and in this one you technically have the potential of getting a 10 on this like actually i think this is a snipe right here for you ending in in just a minute uh, if you guys have got the bankroll, just like quick analysis, all of them have that what appears to be a print line at the top. That is just a part of Kaboom. That's on every single Kaboom. Um, really like the uh, the upside in that in that card right there. I'm curious even to do a um, a 2020 Kaboom Jalen Hurts a card like this. I mean, very very uh, applicable to search out a veteran cards because kabooms are kabooms like November 3rd, like buy it now. That's already sold for. So, so we're already finding PSA nine, 600 or best offer. I mean, that's a total snipe, Sonny. Get on that brother. Get on that total snipe guys. Let's see what it jumps up to. Three. Oh dude. I hope, I hope you got that Sonny. That that's an instant flip. That's an instant flip of a couple hundred dollars profit. Somebody just got that for three forty. This much makes me feel good about doing this, man. Being able to show because look at that. I mean, look at look at the sold. Look at that. There's one right there that just sold for five hundred twenty November first. But it's all about timing. Like you don't end auctions on Friday morning at eleven a.m. <laughs> that's not a good idea. If you're a seller, now if you're a buyer, those are the ones you want to target. You know. Um, cause you could see clearly this card has got five, $600 potential, you know, 
Yes, absolutely, Sonny. Eric, what's my thoughts on limited RPAs? Does the on-card auto on those make it worth it? So I would say at the at the right price point, Eric. So I would I would want an example here because different years of limited have a different appeal. The 2021 limited, I will say, looks very good. It's probably the best set of limited I've ever seen. So if like if I was looking at 2021 limited uh, auto cards and trying to figure out where I wanted to get in at. Um, yeah, I mean, so like skill position player on a card like that, if I'm looking at a, a skill position player and it's an RPA, let's say, and it's got two colors um, to the patch. So he got a little bit of variety there in the colors, which has a little bit more appeal. We've got probably a sticker auto on most limiteds and I think if you can get that for around that $20 price point, sometimes those will go even lower. Now, all of a sudden, depending on the serial number it comes with, maybe it's out of 99 or 149. That's a card that you can easily turn around, listen to buy it now that you see someone will pay $40, $50 on it, depending on the performance spike that the player generates. Will AJ Brown, Brandon, what's good, man? Uh, AJ Brown go up during the playoffs like Cooper Cup, or when will Brown's prices start shooting up? Yeah, Brown is a very interesting uh, case study here in the market because his there there are certain cards of Brown, and granted, like he hasn't gone off every week, like he hasn't gone off in in dominance to the extent of. Cooper Cup last year. So we have to we have to recognize that there is a clear difference there in just sheer opportunity in terms of targets. And now last week was fantastic. Now last night he also got another touchdown, but I mean even last night for example, it was uh Dallas Goddard had a much bigger performance than AJ Brown. AJ Brown's a run of the mill performance with uh you know a nice little touchdown and uh, putting up uh, about 15, 20 fantasy points. So if I look at the box score or in his exact line, yeah, 15.9 fantasy point, four for 59. But Dallas Goddard had the, had the big night, right? If I were to look at A.J. Brown's stats, yeah, week eight, he was, he was number one wide receiver. But week six, he was 11. Week five, he was number 67 with only – Three catches for 32 yards. That was that weird Arizona game. Uh, week four against Jacksonville. He was number 22. So what happened was you saw him spike in week one with 155 yards, and he was number seven receiver. And then he dips down to number 39 in week two. Didn't have a big game, just five for 69, no touchdowns. And then week three, got one touchdown, but still only five for 85. So wide receiver 13. And what you're seeing in here is a kind of weekly fluctuation in that of AJ Brown. So whereas I am seeing like there's a 30% increase in his base prism PSA 10, but let's go back and look at that over the full year. Has it really gone up? You know, yeah. Okay. January is $80 transaction there playoff time period. He was uh, making a push there for the Titans and then, April, look at the spike in April. You can see the spike up to $71, $75 May 1st. That was draft. That was when he was traded to the Eagles, pop of $9.53. And we go throughout the year here, October. You can see his little performance. So 
there's those two weeks where he was like wide receiver 50, wide receiver 67 against Arizona. Now he's trending back up. He had a monster game last week, gets a touchdown again last night. Uh, solid game, $59. Buy it now, buy it now, $79.95. There you go. So last night, nice little buy it now of $80. Um, so how much do we want his cars to go up? We want them to go up like Cooper Cup. Well, we need him to really seize. We, we need him to really get those high quality targets from um, Jalen Hurts every week. You know, we can't we can't necessarily have this one week. He goes to Dallas Goddard one week. It's uh, Devonta Smith one week. It's A.J. Brown. You know, one week it's just Jalen Hurts on his on his legs, you know. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's an incredible generational talent athlete, but a lot of times what we see happen whenever this quarterback has these the, these amount of options and they spread the ball around a lot, his cards are desirable. You can see a 30% increase in that prism. You see some nice buy it now volume, but for it to really go up to what Cooper Cup did. Like we need Jalen Hurts to like latch on to AJ Brown, like Matt Stafford did with Cooper Cup, and just feed him targets, feed him double-digit targets every week. Um, and we know AJ Brown can take advantage of that, but he's not getting double-digit targets every week for those reasons that we just outlined. So that's kind of what's holding his, his cards back. Now in the playoffs, like this is when the situation changes because. Now you have a consolidated focus. If we get one of those games in the playoffs like they had last week against the Steelers, watch out, guys. Watch out. You're going to see a massive price spike. You, you'll see a price spike like you saw in Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis had such a quiet year all year long. Had these little spike games here and there, kind of like what he's doing this year, right? Uh, has these little spike games here and there, you know, but he's not the main guy there. Stefan Diggs. Um, in, in, in Philly, it's a little bit different because they spread the ball around a little bit more. They're a little bit more past the run balanced. And, um, and so, but in, in the playoffs, if AJ Brown has one of those Gabe Davis spike games, I mean, dude, his, his values are going to go up big time. I mean, you see a lot of sold volume. It's just a matter of like, I get it. Um, you, you really wanted to, to take that, that Cooper cup leap and it's just going to. It's going to take him getting force-fed those double-digit targets every week, or it's going to take a monster spike game in the playoffs. Absolutely could see it. Uh, but his prices are already, they're, they're elevated. They're not, like, super high, but they're definitely elevated. Like, I don't know, about $100 for a uh, select auto out of 75. That's elevated, bro. That's that's really elevated. When you look at the bottom of that card, I mean, that could be a $10 to $15 card. Um, even go and compare, like a good comparison to do would be to compare A.J. Brown to Terry McLaurin. So two great athletes, but one's in a great situation and one is in a very questionable situation. Although Taylor Heineke is much better for Terry McLaurin than uh, than Carson Wentz. And you also have Jahan Dotson injured there still. So that's also leading to Heineke. But Heineke literally has latched on to McLaurin. So expect another big McLaurin week this weekend. Um, I'm, I'm starting McLaurin in a lot of places in, in fantasy football, and uh, I'll be betting the over on Terry McLaurin's prop, whatever that is on underdog fantasy, promo code quest. And, um, you know, Terry McLaurin's one of those guys I still sell. I sold some Terry McLaurin got cards the other day, sold a nice autograph card last week, Terry McLaurin. So he's a guy that I also will be targeting this, um, 
this November. Right now, we're in a period where you want to start targeting really good athletes, but in bad situations. So the Detroit Lion guys, the Carolina Panthers guys like DJ Moore, Terrace Marshall, um, look at you know Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson on the Commanders. I'm starting to gear up and plan for these guys because they're great athletes. And what's going to happen is they're going to be at a very low price right now because their teams are out of the playoff run. They're they're just like basically chalking up. It's season's over. So you'll see little tiny price bikes if they have these huge performance gains. But otherwise, their prices are going to be suppressed because of the team scenario, the team situation. But what you'll see is next free agency, once the Super Bowl ends, and we enter that free agency period, and then the draft, boom, you're going to see those prices start to climb and spike into the draft. A lot of these teams are going to get a top 10 pick. You've got a really incredible generational quarterback draft class coming up for, for next year's draft. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and uh, Will Levies, and some other guys. So this is gonna this is going to have a massive effect on these guys' cards. Makes a lot of sense. To target them right now. Uh, Tua's got more. I, I agree with Toa. Tua has more room to go up. Uh, Tua's prices, his average resale value on his Prism PSA 10 is about $100. It's climbing back up. Jalen Hurts is already like uh, 150 now to 170 So Tua's got more room to climb, especially with the acquisitions that the Dolphins have made. They... Dude, they're playing really good. They're pushing. They're going to be pushing hard. Their defense just got a lot better, too, with the with the addition of Bradley Chubb. So uh, they're going to try and get home on Josh Allen. That's the, that's the big challenge there. Can they get home on Josh Allen? Can they beat the Bills? Would you unload a Zach Wilson downtown now or send off for grading, then sell? What is an average price? I, I Dude, I would tend to uh, sell it. Sell it now. Sell it now, Raw. Um, all right, guys. I do have to run today. I got a crazy day. I got a lot of stuff going on here at the house. Stay tuned. I'll, I'll interact with you guys in the Discord. And uh, and I'll see you guys in that next video. Probably do a little uh, quick like live mail day this weekend. And I will catch up with you guys then. Peace.